Chris, what is our fifth main topic today? I'm so excited about it. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> it's from James. Oh, no. <laughs> the early word on Morbius is hitting and it's not good. Besides most reactions painting a bleak sign of the quality of the film, reports are revealing that pretty much all ties to a larger spider universe have been cut from the movie. Everything in the trailers, including all of Michael Keaton's scenes, are gone except for one different Keaton bit as a tag. I'm seeing angry reactions of being tricked into seeing a bad movie via false advertising of a Spider-Man universe film. Do you think this thinking holds water? All right, thanks a lot for saying that in. And yes, there is a movie coming called Morbius that I think the trailers have looked great. I think the, the two clips that have been released for it look amazing, especially that one on the ship where he's just like wrecking fools. Love that. I love the cast. I have been full-blown all-in on this film. Now, obviously, I always say it could turn... Who knows? It could turn out to be a car wreck. I have great faith in this film. At least I have. Had great faith in this film going into it. I'm still very, very excited to see it. Now, yes, there are some reports going around, but let me, let's be very clear. No official word has come out from anybody who's seen the movie about whether they like the movie or not. But there is a report going around of somebody who didn't see the movie saying they talked to somebody who saw the movie and that that, that person did. So we're, we're already three degrees of Kevin Bacon mm -hmm. separation here. So I'm not going to worry about that part right now. But as somebody who has been, number one, defending this film and been very excited for this film, there's something else that I've, I'm hearing that is sounding very, very concerning to me. And that is the notion that, as the person who wrote in suggested, that all this stuff in the trailer, with all this connective tissue to the overall Spider-Man universe and stuff, and let's face it, that has been the main gist of these trailers. Poof. Isn't even in the movie. It's not even there. This comes to us from the folks over at CBR wrote the following. The trailers for Sony's upcoming Marvel movie Morbius are full of Easter eggs to the wider Spider-Man universe. But according to reports, many of them did not make the final cut of the movie. Uh, the scenes that were cut allegedly include shot of Morbius walking past the poster of Spider-Man on the wall with the word murder. That's been in every piece of their marketing painted over it, and newspaper headlines that hidden at the presence of Rhino and Black Cat. It also appears in Michael Keaton's role as Adrian Toomes, or as we know him better, Vulture, have been cut greatly and reduced, and now only exists in a post credit scene. According to Santos, who is from the Hashtag Show, and who has seen the film, apparently, Morbius is a messy film unsure of what universe it exists in. Though it won't release until April 1st, Morbius has received negative reviews from some journalists who have allegedly seen the film. Again, that's all coming third parties, not actually coming from any first-level sources. The impressions that have leaked from the screenings are of a movie that is boring and uncalculated with only minor nods to the larger universe. All right. We understand, as somebody who made a documentary about movie trailers, <laughs> that sometimes... When a trailer gets made, there are things that were going to be in the movie that then later maybe get edited out. A shot here or a shot there, those sort of things. I would propose that this is different. If true, and by the way, a giant neon asterisk has to flash over all of this with the words, if true. Right. I have not seen Morbius yet. So I cannot personally attest to the validity of the claims being made here. We are simply talking right now and basing our discussion on the, if true, 
flashing neon light, okay? Understanding that, if true, that that thing with Spider-Man isn't even in it. The Daily Bugle with references to Black Cat and Rhino are not in it. That all these clips and dialogue and things we're hearing from Michael Keaton aren't even in the movie, aside from maybe a post credit scene. This, I would propose, is fundamentally different from, oh, hey, yeah, when we made the trailer, this shot from this angle was going to be in the movie, but now it's not in the movie, got edited out. This is different from that. Because what Sony's approach, and I am a Sony defender, Sony's approach to the marketing when you watch it has been all about, hey, everybody, look how closely connected this movie is to the MCU world, to the larger Spider-Verse film. That's what this whole damn thing has been. Even the most recent featurette that they just put out with Jared Leto, who we were having some discussions about before the show started, but even that featurette that I talked about yesterday, the whole damn thing with him is talking about, ah, now we're in the multiverse. Jared Leto saying to the audience, we're in the multiverse now. It opens up all these possibilities. And that last damn trailer for Morbius was all about Michael Keaton. It was narrated by Michael Keaton. We saw Michael Keaton in three separate scenes. And his voice overtop a good chunk of that trailer. We look at the previous trailers. The main thing that everybody talks about, walking by that mural on the wall with Spider-Man and all that kind of stuff. The references to the Daily Bugle. This whole marketing campaign has been revolved around the idea, hey guys, this is so connected. Oh, this is so connected. You don't even know how connected this movie is. That has been the message that Sony have been putting forth to the public about this movie that I have defended and talked about and supported. And if true, flashing neon light, if true, that none of that is in this movie, that is not a simple editing decision that got made at one point. That is not simply that, oh yeah, man, that was in the movie, and oh no, it kind of isn't. What this represents is nothing short of a massive deception, a fraud, it would represent nothing short of a fraud that Sony is perpetuating on to us, the audience. When you base your entire ad campaign around, oh my gosh, guys, wait till you see how many Spider-Man connections are in this thing. When, although you may not have blatantly said it, your whole marketing campaign has been about that to the point that even a vignette of, of Jared Leto talking to the audience, like, yeah, we can't wait for you to see this. Oh, the multiverse is open up. If you now go into this movie and all that's taken away, it tells me that you decided we can't sell this movie unless we basically lie. Let's basically lie to the audience. Again, under the flashing neon light of the if true with an asterisk. I've not seen the movie. I don't know. My hope springs eternal. But Rob, I'm going to tell you this. If I come walking out of this movie, by the way, everything might be true that all these things have been taken out and the movie might still be great. But if I come walking out of this movie and I experience a film that is an antithesis to what the marketing campaign was, I may still enjoy the movie very much. Uh, who knows? We'll see. I'm going to be damn disappointed in Sony. Like damn disappointed in Sony what they've done here. I know, Rob, you're hearing their supports, understanding that we're under the bright neon light of what if that if true with a big asterisk 
But if we walk out of this movie and find out this is true, that this whole marketing campaign has been BS, I don't know. What's your thoughts on this? What's your reaction to it? I think, if true, flashing neon lights, I think something happened as a result of Spider-Man No Way Home. And that that is this. This movie just is mediocre. It's just not good. And... And we what, don't know that. We haven't seen it. We don't it. know. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm going with this. If, right. And after the, the raging success of Spider-Man No Way Home, Carnage uh, or, or Venom, Let There Be Carnage, also made half a billion dollars. Unless you have a movie that's going to make half a billion dollars or better, they don't want it as part of their Spider-Verse. This movie might have become a liability in the wake of the great success of Spider-Man. So they made a choice. They're like, you know what? This could be a Marvel movie like Blade a one-off thing, we are going to cut it out of our Spider-Verse because it's not good enough to be in it. So there was a choice made because the movie's made, you know, a long time ago. It's been delayed. I think the powers that be, if this is all true, the marketing was already out there. Can't get rid of the marketing. It's going to be there, whatever. But by doing what they seem to have done, if if true, flashing lights, they're going to, they're throwing this overboard. The plane can't take the weight of a mediocre movie. So they're cutting all the references to the greater MCU or the greater multiverse or whatever. And they're going to say, you know what? Yes, this is based on a Marvel project, but it is not part of our Spider-Verse and it's not part of the MCU. And they got rid of it all because it didn't turn out to be. Now, I've never heard of them doing something like that before. But when I read this report, you know, when I was reading and went back and read before the show today, I was like, why would they do that? Like and like you, I'm like they based this movie on being a part of this thing that maybe they're making it their own Sinister Six. But if Jared Leto, if if it just didn't work, and they finally made a difficult choice, we can't not release it. So they just they said this is not a part of the MCU anymore. This is just a standalone Marvel movie about a vampire. So you're operating on if true, if true. you're operating on an assumption here that it was all in there, and then they have subsequently removed it. Yes. I, I, see, I got a feeling that if we see it's not in there, I'm going to go with the with a different assumption that it was never there in the first place. And by the way, I should point out here, none of us were ever saying that, oh, we think Spider-Man's going to be in the movie. Like, that's not what we're saying. But it's just that they promoted this film as it's really leaning into the connections with the Sony Spider-Verse, maybe with the MCU Spider-Verse. Even they dropped names like Tony Stark the other day. Again, we're not saying we expected to see yeah. a Spider-Man swinging through the city. It's just that... Your whole marketing campaign was based on this. Yeah. Aaron, let me ask you. I know that Morbius is not a film that takes one of the top three spots of your most anticipated films of the year, nor Joey Bishop's, apparently, by looking at she Joey's excited livid. <laughs> She's livid. Joey Bishop was ranting before the show today. She is, so, I mean, can you Look see how upset the she rage? Is. She's oh like gosh. old yeller at the end of the movie. <laughs> Wait, that's not good. Dead? I love oh. her. <laughs> <laughs> old Yeller guy. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, I yes, thought he had rabies and he took over the town. No, they no. shoot Old Yeller. That's Cujo. Yeah. That's Cujo. <laughs> <Cujo. laughs> this is an emotional day. Spoiler alert. <laughs> it's my dad's favorite film of all time, by the way. Is Old Yeller. Aww. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Old, yeah, it doesn't make it. Not good for so, Old Yeller. So yes, uh, no. Joey Bishop is more like Cujo. Just uh, really pissed <laughs> off. Um, no. Uh, yeah, this, this doesn't bode well, um, for, for, for Jared Leto overall, you know, I mean, this being his first 
big standalone, you know, feature. He's obviously in, an incredibly talented actor and has done, as we were talking before the show, some wonderful supporting roles in, I mean, all the way back from Fight Club and American Psycho and, you know, anybody who knows hey, the Jordan Stram. I love American Psycho. <laughs> Everybody who loved him as Jordan Catalano in my so-called life, you know, he, there's no doubt that he's an incredibly talented actor. Um, but uh, this does not bode well for him. And it also, there's this, the, the impression that I get from what we're hearing is the idea of, oh, oh, yeah, um, I'm going to go sit at this table now. But yeah, no, 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 we're cool. Yeah, it's, it's like, I just feel like they're slowly kind of backing away. And isn't this movie coming out like, next week yep yeah yeah so that's what's also really concerning is that we're hearing these reports so um people are seeing this movie i think it would be different if we were hearing these reports say three months ago where very few people would have seen the movie it wouldn't have been leaked but like the movie is getting out there and there's not a, I don't hear a lot of counter response a lot of responses countering this these thoughts so i mean i well, technically, I think it's still under embargo. Okay. Right. I think it will be for the next couple of days. So we'll we'll find out. Okay. Embargo from, you know, reporters and from critics and people like, you know, but there's people that are seeing it. And by the way, if this is true, this movie's going to get destroyed. Oh, yes. Yes, by it the, will. By the film Twitter and the yeah, press. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chris I'm just going to pass the mic because face. I feel like Chris has a lot more important things to say about this, and I'm ready. I'm here for it. So, Madam Chris, Chris, Goddess Chris, please speak. Now, obviously, you think these reports are overblown. You have all the faith in the world oh in this gosh. movie. I believe in this so movie. So much so faith much. in this movie. <laughs> no, it's, it's, you're hearing all this. What's standing out to you, and where's your... Uh, Whew, where's your expectation level now? I just, I don't want to be someone who said, I told you so. <laughs> be that person. I do. I do want to be that person. I never thought this looked good to begin with. Um, I think it's wild, though, that these things aren't potentially in the movie, if this is true. If this is true and none of these things are in there, this is an Anna de Armas situation in yesterday. Rob and I are going to have a class action lawsuit. <laughs> It's going to be amazing. <laughs> this is how we pay your mortgage, Rob. All right. We're making it happen. Yeah. I, it would bum me. I'll tell you one thing. I think we'd all just be, well, you might not be, but I, I will be bummed out if this is the case. I mean, I, yeah. I know that I, I do have a very Cheshire cat grin about all of this. I don't <laughs> actually want a movie to be bad. I'd love to go there and be like, wow, I got to eat some crow. That was a fabulous film. <laughs> but I don't think it's gonna be. For why? <laughs> for why is it made? <laughs> why? For why did they? Uh, and listen, I, again, I'm gonna go into this movie with all the hope in the world. I have been excited about this film. I'm not gonna change my my thoughts on that. I, again, and, and this will may or may not have any impact on the quality of the movie. I'm just, I'm gonna be very very disappointed in Sony. Like I said, the bottom line is, if. What they put together to sell to the audience was, look how connected this is into everything. And then we go into the movie and none of that stuff that they pretended was there is actually there. I'm, I'm going to be very disappointed in them as a company and then we'll see how the movie well, itself does. John, if they did cut this movie loose, I think you're going to see the movie and I will see the movie and go, 
it's probably pretty good that they, at the last minute, yeah. decided to throw it under the bus. Because be- that was the only saving grace for me was, okay, well, it's connected to the uh, the greater MCU. Yeah. I have to see it. That's part of it. I have to see everything. But if then they're again, snip snipping. It's not like movies are made in a day. Yeah. And it's not like this hasn't been delayed throughout the pandemic. I mean, mm-hmm. when was this movie supposed to come out? Two years ago? The first trailer, I remember I, I looked up the trailer today, like the original trailer, so I wanted to look at some of the things that were in it. It's like, oh, yeah, this trailer came out over two years ago. Yeah. Oh, wow. I mean, like, so this is something that would have been a long time coming, and the fact that they've continued to lean into the marketing using yeah. that Michael mm-hmm. Keaton thing, this, this is why, if this is true, it leads me to believe that somebody that, Somebody made a decision really recently to do this because the marketing has been done for a long time. So why not just shelve it? The, too, too much the, money. They, too, too much, much money, money and too much money in the contracts. Because even right now, with, even yeah, with all the true. buzz, right now Box Office Pro is tracking that Morbius could make up to like 60 plus million dollars opening weekend. They're saying the range is anything from 40 to 60. So, I mean, that's... That's not money you can sneeze at. I mean, that's right. not money you can just literally throw away. You still got. And if they the know that the movie is not going to get the word of mouth to continue the momentum, yeah. they have to bank on that opening weekend yeah. because Absolutely. they know that there's not going to be anything else. I mean, that's how you get to those billion dollar box office numbers is because people see it once and then they see it eighteen thousand times. Tell all their friends. But if it if they know that it doesn't have that you know because also i think that normally we would be seeing a lot more buzz if they really believed in the movie we'd be seeing a lot more yeah there'd be a lot and, and he, but you do raise an interesting point because i was just i was just saying to you oh come on Aaron. the reason you don't shelve it is because you know his 60 70 i mean this thing's gonna make a hundred something million dollars like yeah. in the domestic box office I mean, look but you're also a company that has craven the hunter coming You've got Madam Web coming. You got all this kind Wait, of what? things. Wait, what? <laughs> it's going to be the movie. This, this will really? never get old. But if this movie, tur- let's say this, uh, again, I have all the faith in the world of the movie for now. But let's say this thing is an absolute train wreck and is so bad that you're right about this, Rob, that at this point they're just taking things out to try to distance itself from other movies. Maybe you're biting a $100 million bullet. But if it's so bad that it could affect people's expectation and excitement for your future movies like Craven the Hunter and whatever, because if this thing, let's say this thing is a giant stink bomb, people are just going to chuckle when a Craven the Hunter trailer comes out. Oh, I mean, like, so maybe you should consider, I mean, if it is that bad, by the way, I am not saying it's bad. I believe it's going to be awesome, but let's say it is. At what what point do you go? Maybe it's just for the best if we just shelve this thing. I, you I don't know what? Know what I think. love blueberries. There is nothing that I would rather eat on this planet than a that a just big bowl of fresh blueberries. Or my, I will eat anything that is blueberry flavored. However, if there's a blueberry with mold on it, I gotta sacrifice you. I gotta throw you out because if I accidentally eat a blueberry with mold on it, and then I go, oh my god, oh god. It's going to ruin you for blueberries. I'm just mm-hmm. putting the rest of them back in the fridge, and I'm going to let Tom deal with those blueberries. I'm just going to be like, you're oh, one oh, of those, huh? Yeah, yeah. Back in the fridge. Blueberries back in the fridge. Or the empty milk well, no, I'm. I already ate the moldy blueberry. I'm putting the rest. Uh, you know, uh, but there okay. could be more. Blood. I'm a shitty yeah. wife, is what. And you get me shit for leaving my clothes in the dryer and just pulling them out as I need them. John, I, I will. I will say though. I will say though that that I we're only saying this because the this report we're yes. responding to this report. If true, if true, if, if true, if true, if true, if true. You know, Bing, Bing. But I do think that 
if it is true, this will be a fascinating case study moving forward in terms of franchise management and inter-studio cooperation. Because you would think that something like this, Marvel would never have had this kind of a quote-unquote failure because I bet that even after taking all this material out, the movie then would have to be pretty mediocre for them to have taken the material out in the first place. And who I want to know the story. Who, who made that decision? Who made that call? And when did they do it? Well... We will find out here, because you all know this movie's going to be great. I'm standing on that rock, but I'm losing my Hey, pudding. man, it could be cool. I love <laughs> I, vampire maybe movies. It, maybe it'll be great. Maybe it'll be awesome, and, and this is all for naught. But anyway, guys, question is for you. What do you think about this report that all this apparently connected tissue that the, that the trailers were so bragging about might not even be in the movie? And if it's not, if it's not, then what does that tell us about the movie overall? We're not far away now from this movie coming out. What are you guys thinking? Whatever your thoughts are, jump down to the comment section below and let us know your thoughts. Hey guys, we want to take a moment and thank a sponsor of today's video, HelloFresh. So guys, look, my wife Anne and I were both working professionals, so we know how tricky, difficult, and time-consuming it can be to try to eat properly and prepare your own meals at home. And that's why, like over a year ago, we started using HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get farm fresh, pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. I mean, you skip the trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and probably most importantly, affordable. HelloFresh offers the flexibility you need to easily customize your orders online or right in the app. Easily change your delivery day, food preferences, and plan size, or skip a week whenever you need to. HelloFresh is 72% cheaper than a restaurant meal of the exact same quality, and you can save on average over $65 a month when you order HelloFresh instead of going grocery shopping. So guys, I'm telling you, whether you are single or have a family, you are going to love HelloFresh. So go to HelloFresh.com slash Campia16 and use the promo code Campia16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. That's again, HelloFresh.com slash Campia16 and use that promo code Campia16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit.